What are you listening to for the next half hour? Think again, my friend. Very slowly, moving his root beer and driving us insane to a position that he's happy with. That is a really squeaky coaster. It's an it's an astonishingly squeaky coaster. Can't actually hear it. I'm too old. <laughs> so Ed, you need to Do carefully squeak. master how to get it to play different notes, so that you can play yeah. the hip teen songs of today, and Brendan won't be able to hear it. Presumably, I just need a different level. Of I thought they stopped making music several years ago. <laughs> And they canceled it. Yeah, uh, they just make beats now. Toward the end of the Obama administration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do I'm it. I'm glad then. the dog is. I mean, hmm? may she rest in peace. But I'm glad the dog is not here because I feel like that would have driven her crazy. Oh, sure. Driving me crazy, and I'm not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's think That's again, a my great friend. Segue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's Think Again, my friend, the Panel Game Podcast. I am your host, Mike Sugarbaker. Will the panelists introduce themselves beginning to my right? I am Ed Hawkins. Yes. All right. My name is Kristen McCurdy, and I'm neither a licensed dog breeder nor a certified public accountant. And all my opinions and thoughts should be taken with that caveat in mind. My name is Brendan Adkins, and it has been several years since a dog led me anywhere on a leash. Mm. Wait, can I change my answer? (laughs) Would you like to be someone else? Is is that all it takes? (laughs) It's all it takes here. This is the land of your dreams, Ed. My name is Dirk Turk Buckler. I'm an adventurer. (laughs) We record this two days after National Marijuana Day, and... Maybe okay. Some, some of us, That's some of us are still. That's not a You had me for a second. <laughs> Smoking off, and it will be. Um, the, our topic today is we're we're rocking another joint one. It is, and I've been going back and so forth to as to yeah, I was gonna, yeah the yeah. holiday and whatnot. Thank you. Yes, uh, and you're very quick with that. <laughs> are we supposed to literally clap when we do a clap back or? I don't. Th- I think it's just an expression. It's an but expression. Okay. I'm also, you know, a white person, so all my opinions <laughs> and thoughts should be understood with that caveat. <laughs> um, I've been going back and forth on whether it's funnier to start with one or the other. So I'm just going to ask us to all, on the count of three, one, two, three, and then do it. Whichever one we think should come first. One, two, three. Small I don't dogs. know which we're doing. Taxes. What's what were the instructions? <laughs> the topic I wasn't is attention. the topic is small dogs and taxes. Um, I want to. Uh, those are two separate topics. Those are two separate topics. Okay. Uh, now I know something about your questions. Um, Mine also. <laughs> I want to start us off with a good Damn. with a good grounding <laughs> with a good grounding on the three principles of taxation as uh, as most scholars talk about them it's actually four principles of fair taxation that adam smith outlined in the wealth of nations but most people boil it down to three abstract nouns and i want to have a quick fire round where we just go around and say you know 
some kind of abstract noun, something, and I'll and you get a point if it's one of the three uh, principles of taxation, and you lose a point if it's one of the other principles of taxation that is on the many anti-tax nonprofit foundation websites that I looked at while trying to find this information. Okay. All right. We clear. Ready. Okay. We'll begin with Brendan. Go. Oppression. Uh, incorrect, but I didn't see it. Progressive. Um, I mean, I'm cheating, but I also, that doesn't sound Adam Smithy to me. Yeah, well, partial credit, uh, one of them is equity. Okay. And most people agree that progressive taxation is, is more fair these days. Despair? Uh, surprisingly not. Hmm. I, I expect the anti-tax organizations to start openly advocating for that soon. <laughs> uh, go ahead. We have Transparency. Yes. Full point for Brendan. Whoa. Yeah. And there's one left. Simplicity? Yes. Clarity, clarity, efficiency, which is sometimes stated as simplicity, and uh, and equity. And what was the fourth one? Milkshakes? Um, there, there were only three. <laughs> well, there was a fourth one that wasn't counted. Yeah. Oh, some people break out um, kind of simplicity and efficiency into two categories. I see. I mean, the four points that Adam Smith made were, like, there's a lot of words in them. You got to boil them down a lot. So yeah, uh, things. Let's Doesn't see. Doesn't sound very simplicity to me. The big one that I found in uh, in the anti-tax uh, organizations, or the really insidious one that I found, was neutrality. They say that taxes should not have anything to say about how people do business or make personal choices. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> All right. uh, Human institutions are great at being neutral. Super good. Yeah. Uh, all you have to do is put right in the mission statement, unbiased. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And say it all the time. Fair and Preferably balanced. Preferably every perhaps. half hour. Yeah. yeah. Objective. <laughs> no, I think we're done. Brendan, yeah. Brendan, Brendan just stared into the middle distance and intoned the word objective softly, and it was great. Um, why don't you ask the next question? All right. So uh, under what circumstances... And for how long? This is a question about both topics. I'm trying the, the, the ebb technique here. Under what circumstances and for how long can you depreciate a corgi? Hmm. What is the corgi's job? Well, that's, that's the crucial thing. Anyone want to take a guess? Otherwise, I'll tell you. I mean, you. as long as it will let you. <laughs> does, does this involve differences Until in the tax code? feelings get hurt and it walks out of the room. <laughs> Not deprecate. <laughs> Depreciate. <laughs> different words. Does this involve the British tax code by any chance? No, this is American. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll give you a hint. The in this case, the corgi's job is to make more corgis. Ah. Uh, oh, so that w uh, so as a breeder, I know that you can deduct certain expenses uh, uh, associated with breeding for charities, specifically to five hundred one three Cs. Including such things as uh, food, garbage bags, medical care for the animal. Sure. When you say as a breeder, are you saying that you are a breeder? I mean, in the technical sense, I presume. Okay. <laughs> but my progency being proof okay. of my virility. But, um, but as a breeder, I believe. But you the didn't breed them for a nonprofit organization. No, neither, neither were uh, they canines. <laughs> this this is not a question about deductions, about depreciation. Depreciation, right. which is depreciating the capital value of oh, the animal. This question got so, depressing. like, how long can you post losses for a corgi? Exactly. 
one per leg, I presume. I feel like I should but know this. A dog that good, you don't eat it all at once. <laughs> I should know this because my, my parents bred dogs when I was younger, but I, I got nothing. The answer is seven years. Ooh. After that, they consider a dog is that fully lost. Is, is, oh. that, is that why dogs age seven years for every year? Maybe so. Yeah, I think you just broke me. <laughs> <laughs> just, you did have this galaxy brain look in your eyes. That's pretty great. There, there's, a, there's a certain amount of scientific validity to the tax process as it relates to corgis. Finally. Finally. It all makes sense. It's not just corgis, for the record. It's, all, it's any breeding I take dog. it back, U.S. government. Please tread on me. <laughs> yeah, see, you threw me off because I thought for sure this was about the queen and her corgis. Oh, yeah. And she mm. just... I should ask. I should I Just should lost her. Her, most, her, her last corgi, I believe. The, the only yeah, legal licensed corgi owner now, on the though. planet. She's got what? She's got dorgies. Um, there are other names oh. for this hybrid, oh. but they're, ho- they're hybrid dachshund and corgis. Oh, She's that no much power should not ducks. be concentrated in one animal. It's like a dachshund-leaning corgi <laughs> with, a, with a slight hazy aftertaste. <laughs> Good for mellow afternoons. Mm, mm. For a terrifying second, I thought dorgi was a portmanteau for dead corgi. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, she's... She's got. She has those two. Yeah, yeah she has those. them. As it turns out, she's had like thirty corgis. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> like over the course of like several like since that. She has ninety two. But, but yeah, yeah. Where it's do a you, lot of damn dogs. Where do you even a queen? Where's a queen keep that many waggling butts? Buckingham Palace, Palace is, is big. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. There might be more questions related to that soon, but Kristen, why don't you throw us something? All right, so. Uh, be- because other people had the idea to combine the two topics. I'm going to do my one combo question first. Uh, According to the doggingtonpost.com, which of the following dog-related expenses might you be able to claim on your income taxes? And mm, you know what? Who cares? Fuck it. Um, A, expenses associated with moving your dog. B, the cost of caring for a guard dog. C, charitable donations to dog rescues or shelters. D, expenses associated with buying, training, and maintaining a service animal. E, expenses associated with running a dog-related business, such as a dog walking business, or I suppose breeding dogs. Uh, F, expenses associated with fostering dogs. Or G, all of the above. I'm going to say all of the above, but is post there like, is that a pun on like the dog peeing on a post like I can't imagine that being another element of the pun the um, dogington are, post are we adding visual dogging, puns to oh I see now? I see I like, was like is, where, if you go to which, the white website which option the said anything about oh like man. a little pole that like a dog is lifting his leg against and if that not would, that would be why so, not Kristen it's messed up I will email them because I don't, I don't think I saw that on the website oh, what a waste the dogington post is a high class institution Brandon <laughs> With a very informative listicles. <laughs> I'm going to say most of the above. Valid option? <laughs> it's literally not. Uh, I'm going to say all of the above. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my reflection is that, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, my first question is about the, the six common categories for deductions yeah. for dogs yeah. so I mean, or, not necessarily common yeah but like yeah so I, I mean certainly some of these were like pretty intuitive um but uh but some of them were a little bit surprising to me like i wouldn't think of deducting like the cost of you know a dog's airplane ticket but yeah mm. 
it's good to know because flying an animal is expensive. Yeah. Get a dog, and then every time I need to go somewhere, <laughs> announce that the dog is moving <laughs> on Facebook, and like I have to get it there. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, I know, this dog's got to move back. <laughs> What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'll spare spare you my first uh, question here because it covers a lot of the same ground. But what I uh, what I found was that there's six common categories under which the IRS will allow you to deduct stuff for dogs, and it depends. This is the reason why I asked about the job because it depends on what the dog does Mm -hmm. or what you do with the dog. So, for instance, a guard dog. A working dog is works at, works at guard post, um, presumably with a uniform and a radio and a tiny little hat. It has to right. be a corgi, also, <laughs> and a corgi. Yeah. Um, they you you can deduct different things for a guard dog than you can for um, a, a therapy dog or, mm, right. a, or service, a breeding dog or a service animal or a breeding dog, yeah. and it, what you can deduct relates to the dog's task. And so, if the dog's a breeding dog that you're breeding for charity, you can deduct things like food and resources and um, uh, your consumables. But guard dogs, for instance, you cannot deduct the purchase price of a guard dog only. Only the expenses related to its care. And only as related to a percentage of how much of its time is spent working. <laughs> no. So, well, I mean, that kind of makes, it's the same principle as like business use of home, right? Like sure. you, yeah. you deduct a percentage of your rent or mortgage based on the square footage of the place where you live, but to max out your combo in this situation, it doesn't you need matter to have if you work in every room every day. A but. guard dog who is guarding the service dog, who provides therapy for your breeding dogs, while you're right. walking a bunch of other dogs, yeah. I believe so that you can write off the, the dog employs and you bags. to walk them. If you are a guard <laughs> who is blind. And you bring your service dog to help you guard, and you, and that that dog is such you a prize guard dog. You are already a great '80s movie. <laughs> and the IRS is very suspicious of your workplace. In, in fact, the dog is a tax agent, <laughs> undercover. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> De- Detective Paul Prince is on the case. He's got going to review your itemizations. All right. Detective Paul Prince, you say? Sounds legitimate to me. (laughs) Nothing the rules says a dog (laughs) can't collect taxes. (laughs) Oh, my God. An Air Bud sequel that was, like, solely focused on Air Bud's sports agent? That would be amazing. That would probably actually be a middling SNL sketch. Um, Do Do you know that there are 12... This is not a question... Because it's it's not related to small dogs. Do you know that there are twelve uh, films in the Airbud franchise? I'm glad I didn't make that Airbud two joke. <laughs> yeah, no, there are so many. There's so many Airbud movies. I knew oh. there were at least five. How many? Yeah, how many? twelve yeah, is surprising. Yeah, like five of them are on Netflix at any given time. <laughs> is that <laughs> a legal thing? Or? Please tell me at least one of them is made for the Christian Broadcasting Network. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. The Christian the... Broadcasting Network has standards. <laughs> Airbud Air Eleven, Angel in the Outfield. <laughs> Well, I mean, the first Airbud died like right after the say, movie was filmed. Yeah. I know a How lot about Airbuds. Air Buds have there been? <laughs> there have been so many because some of them are. One of them was like Air Buddies, and it was all it was the all puppies. just puppies oh, doing oh. stuff. Films? Yeah, no, so they do different. They do different sports. Like Airbud Two was called Airbud Golden Receiver because he was a football player. Makes sense. Yeah, he that, was playing no, football. That's, yeah, yeah, that's natural. They do all the special effects in camera too. That's, that's the amazing <laughs> part. 
Uh, Ed, uh, do you have a second question that you'd like to ask us? Yes. All right. And this one's not about U.S. taxes. Okay. In 1898, the dog tax war started and ended in which Pacific Island nation? (laughs) Pockets. Ed with the steel. I have like three pages worth of notes on this because it's a fascinating topic. It's really good. Okay, so where? So 1898. 1898, the dog tax war started and ended in the same year in what Pacific Island nation? The dog tax war. Can you give us any context on the dog tax war that doesn't give away the answer? It was in the Pacific Ocean. Okay, I can tell you it was an issue of colonial government Mm. impinging on the uh, autonomy of indigenous people. Okay. Britishers. Yeah. Britishers. Uh, I'm going to take a stab and say New Zealand. I'm going to go with Hawaii. New Zealand I is the answer. New Zealand, Brandon, yes. Brandon knows because I scooped him on this question. It's a fascinating story. Uh, yeah. uh, I have, can I have a follow-up question? Yeah. How many people died in the dog tax war? Mm. Ooh. Give me a over-under. Over-under on what? <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say two people died. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with 75. Wow. Zero fatalities, but Zero there were two fatalities. shots. Yeah. Okay. And the cannon that was just kind of there. Well, yeah, so the, the story is really interesting. Yeah, uh, did anybody uh, tri- even, like, get bitten? No, I tried. So I tried. The dogs were not involved. <laughs> for whatever reason, New Zealand was taxing dogs, which the uh, locals used for dog reasons. And a tax collector came by and said, I want all your dog taxes. And a tribal leader stood up and said, we ain't giving you no dog taxes because we're indigenous people and we deserve our money and our dogs. Get off our property. And, and so said something like, uh, if they tax dogs now, surely men will be next. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid quote. And then uh, they sent three policemen with a cannon. And, and the, uh, 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 the Maori showed up 120 strong, armed with machetes and rifles. Mm-hmm. And the three policemen left. And they were like, well, enough of that. <laughs> they came back with 120 uh, or 150 soldiers of the British Empire, plus a ship for backup. Okay, I like my ending better. Yeah. So I have a follow-up question as well. <laughs> what was the long-term impact to the dog tax in New Zealand? Oh... Um, I'm gonna guess that they abolished it. Mm-hmm. Reduced. Zero. Still there. Still there. Still poorly enforced. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, lovely, mm. lovely. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a question. Good work. <laughs> Thank you. We're all we're all shooting hundred today. Can I help you? <laughs> I, um, I just need a second. Okay. Thank you. Okay. No, I'm just like, <laughs> can I answer your question? <laughs> oh, oh, well, that, that would be helpful, <laughs> I suppose. Um, Leona Helmsley. Ah, this oh, is yeah. my question, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Evidently only a finite number of dog and tax questions. <laughs> yes, there are. All right. Leona Helmsley um, left the bulk of her estate um, reduced substantially already by her conviction for tax evasion uh, in the early 1990s. Um, left the bulk of her estate uh, to her dog. We all have this question. 
I do not. You I don't? don't. Oh, you don't. All okay. my questions are strictly dog related, other than one tax question. <laughs> I spent okay. the last thirty seconds trying to remember who Leanna Helmsley is. The Queen okay. of Mean. Yes, the Queen of Mean, as she is known, she left um, more than twice as much money, uh, according to this ABC News article from 2011, to her dog uh, than she did to either of her two grandchildren. How much did the dog's caretaker spend annually on the dog's care for the uh, four years that it survived after <laughs> Leona Helmsley? The dog, by the way, is named Trouble. It's a Maltese. Maltese. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Maltese named Trouble would be an amazing movie title. <laughs> Airbud 18. <laughs> oh God, it becomes a it becomes a noir. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. So I'll give you I'll give you the over under on uh, eight thousand dollars. What do you think? Annual. Yeah. Over the course of four years. Oh, uh, over. Over. Oh, oh, for the care, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally over. Sorry, that's not the question I meant to ask. I'll ask you a different one. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Okay. Uh, true or false, uh, the dog was buried next to Leona Helmsley in her mausoleum. Oh, I don't know this one. I'm going to go with true. I say false. You'll get a different question. We all get our own question. <laughs> we do? <laughs> you, we get your question. I've never that. been on. Yeah, um... According to what I've been able to find, it is actually not clear where the dog <laughs> went, but uh, Helmsley did stipulate that the dog be buried next to her. Um, so she asked. In the 12,000 square foot mausoleum in Westchester I mean, County. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a thing other rich people have been able to do, like in the modern world, not just in ancient Egypt. Yeah, for sure. Rich people. <laughs> okay. I have all the fun. That's all I have on that. I think and that's cool dog burials. Yeah, I was just going to ask the uh, the name and breed of the dog and the uh, the amount she gave to the trust and what it was later reduced to. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. what was it reduced to? Uh, well, it, it was um, it was originally twelve million. Yeah. So it was reduced to what? The surrogate court held that it was in excess of what was needed to care for a single dog. <laughs> So, one million? Two million. Oh, hey, okay. Yeah. Well, it's still to take care of a dog bad. for almost four years on two million dollars. <laughs> or a single human being for their entire life. <laughs> that, that wet food is expensive. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Trouble didn't have any teeth, so. Yeah, the dog had actually huge health problems, (laughs) even before Helsley died. Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, vet bills can be uh, a mess, especially if dentistry is involved. That's that's my input. However, short of two million dollars, I would definitely say, yeah, a little under. under. Yeah, Uh, Brandon, I'm sorry, your questions keep getting um, it's all right stolen from you. I got more. All right, do you want me to read one? Please do. Many countries and municipalities require a one-time or annual license tax for owning a dog. It's not just New Zealand. Uh, there's one in Switzerland. There's one in Indiana. Uh, a man in Rostock, Germany, did not wish to pay this tax. And so when caught walking his, uh, his Portuguese water dog without a license, uh, told police that it was what? Portuguese water dog is just a seal, right? Or muskrat or something? That's, is that a euphemism? No, this is a real dog. The real dog. Bo and Sunny are Portuguese water dogs. Hmm. I'm going to say it was an uh, otter. Mm-hmm. 
His child. <laughs> that would have been ballsy. <laughs> and he said it was a sheep. Mm-hmm. And the police said, no, that's a dog. Also, <laughs> there is a sheep a tax, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they eventually called a veterinarian to come to the scene and say, I declare that this is a dog. They called a veterinarian to the scene. Yes. Mm. Upon which time he was fined and, and faced a loss. Was this the only police officer in Roxanne? There were two of them. Reichen? Oh, there were two police officers. For, somebody ratted him out, to be clear. This was a bystander who said, it was a sting. He's got a dog without a license. This was a sting operation. Motherfucker's going down. <laughs> he said, no, it's it's my sheep. Mm. Wow. Got to follow the rules. It's my sheep Germany. that I'm walking on a leash that looks like a dog. I mean, they have kind of curly hair, right? They do have curly hair. They don't look like sheep. <laughs> maybe, maybe not to a shepherd, but maybe to a policeman. <laughs> I mean, they had to, he had to call a veterinary. Wait, does this go back to the whole blind guard situation? <laughs> There are two policemen in this town in Germany. One can see nothing, and the other can hear nothing. Eighties <laughs> movies just keep cropping up. Yeah, this yeah. is just, this is just a, this is just yeah, a spec pitch. Yeah, we're episode. we're yeah we're just starting a new franchise of eighties eighties uh, aesthetic dog movies. Again, we rub two themes together, and a third illusory one emerges. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. To be fair, you can combine any two unrelated themes to come up with buddy cop movies. That's true. That's true. Uh, Kristen. So, a 2008 University of Pennsylvania study based on 6,000 interviews with dog owners found that small breed dogs were more likely to be aggressive. Uh, Which breed, according to the study, was the most aggressive? A, Jack Russell Terriers, B, Pugs, C, Dachshunds, D, Miniature Poodles. Hmm. I've been bitten by all those dogs. Really? What the hell are you doing to dogs, man? <laughs> you, I mean, you're burying to, the lead here. Not, not to victim blame. Ask about like... their taxes. <laughs> dogs are all strict libertarians. <laughs> yeah, not as much as cats. Cats are libertarians. I'm going to say Dashun, because that's the only that's the only one I actually have seen somebody get bitten by. Hmm. I'm going to say Jack Russell Terriers. I'm going to say that at this point, my partner, Kat, who suggested this topic and is currently listening to the podcast uh, at this time, has thrown something across the room and yelled at anger <laughs> at the slander of Jack Russell Terriers. <laughs> and also that the answer is poodles. Oh, that makes more sense. Mm. That makes way more sense. I'm changing my answer. All right. Uh, well, pugs will fuck you up. Whoa. Uh, nobody guessed pugs will fuck you up, but the answer is actually C. Um, the answer is actually dachshund, so points to oh, Ed. Wow. 20% of dachshund owners surveyed said their pup had bitten someone. Um, the study authors also noted that because bites from small dogs are less likely to cause serious injury, the rate of small dog bites is probably underreported. It's 20% self-reported, yeah. That's like... You know, at least 200% of dachshunds have eaten a human alive. <laughs> They're like piranhas that will swarm you. Yeah. <laughs> they call, you they call each other, yeah. Oh, I'm surprised they're legal to own. As dangerous as they they're are. They're so adorable. But you know what? I saw one while I was out walking today, and the I was like, oh my process. God, adorable dog. And then as soon as my boyfriend and I were in, within like 10 feet, it was just like... Its owner was like slowly pulling it off the sidewalk as we approached, and I was like, "What's your deal?" Like, and then the dog just lost its mind, growling and barking at us, and I was like, "Oh, okay." 
Yeah, the, the stretching they, process that produces dachshunds is really inhumane, and they carry a lot of anger <laughs> because of that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I think, yeah. I think the, 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 the party to blame here is not the dachshunds themselves, it's the dachshund factories, which should be shut down. Yeah. Have you ever seen a taffy machine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have normal length legs <laughs> and normal length bodies before they go in. <laughs> you gotta get that length from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a slinky situation. They add portions of other dogs. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's a nightmare. I'm sorry. Also, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> dog is no more than 20%. Yeah. <laughs> also, pugs Legally, will not fuck you up. Dozens yeah. contain a lot of air. Oh, I think I, I'm terrified that pug's going to drop its, one of its eyeballs on me. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, not I, surprised that pugs are, are irritable. Yeah, actually, no, they... I just, I just added that. I just wanted to say, pugs will fuck you up. Like, that I didn't get any any information from what I read about the survey about pugs. I just, I actually can't picture a pug successfully biting someone. Like you yeah, have to get into someone. the mouth, which like its mouth is flush with its face. Yeah, and their jaws don't open that wide. Yeah, it'd be like attacking something with your Adam's apple. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, also temperamentally, I think it would just get tired first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would just like flop over. That was an excellent pug noise. Thank you. For every attack a pug makes, it has to sneeze three times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that just takes it out of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed. Yeah. Um, lap dogs are not commonly thought of as working breeds, although many are hunters. And yet there is one job that lap dogs, lap dogs have been bred for since ancient times. Do you know? Do you know? Sitting. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, ratting. Ratting? I mean, ratting is an answer. It's a hunting category, I think. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'll have to accept that answer. Emotional labor is labor. Emotional labor is labor. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. Well, you do That's what dogs. I have to say on behalf of lap dogs. Oh, producing more lap dogs. <laughs> producing more lap dogs. Yep. <clears throat> So, uh, I mean, no. Uh, also, sex work is work. <laughs> <laughs> All of those things are true, especially the last, <laughs> which is the most true. Now, as it turns out, one of the uh, one of the oldest reasons to breed lap dogs is to lure fleas away from the owner. Wow! They are a literal honeypot for fleas. Literally a honeypot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally a dog in a pot full of honey. Covered in fleas. Covered Just in fleas. Wiggling. And eventually it became a thing that people would blame dogs for fleas. So there are a, num there are a number of historical um, uh, 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 proofs of this going back quite a lot. Um, attestations. Attestations, yeah. But um, I found one even as early as the 1640s. Hmm. Uh, this with us, uh, the Spanish... There's a, there's a toy there's a toy uh, group that's a Spanish poodle or something like that, okay. and those those dogs were specifically bred to sit on your lap and draw the fleas away from your nasty body onto the dogs. What I don't get is if you're using the same dog all the time, that is just constantly infested with fleas. You just yeah. burn the dogs afterwards, or <laughs> shave them, shave the dogs. Yeah, hmm. yeah, Here. that's interesting because I mean, f fleas will definitely bite people, but they do not colonize human bodies. They really prefer cats and dogs and probably like horses. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, they do now. Well, They've they been do. They bred to prefer dogs by yeah, us. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
It's convergent evolution. Also, just pe- people may not have known that then. They were just freaked out by the plague and like... Right. Just wait till doing the, what they doing what they could. Wait till the flea bleeding breeding program reaches its you know uh, logical end. The yeah. flea quits out Hatterack. <laughs> oh boy, the the Itchak Hatterack. There's that. What? Trying you have to think a dog bone. Dog. Quit chat Hatterack. Situation. <laughs> I can't. I can't get there. <laughs> Like, you can't just say Dogn as a dune pun. That doesn't work. <laughs> the Baron Barconin. Okay, there you go. We got there. All right, good, good. My dog's name is a killing word. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope he doesn't run from me. Um, yeah. Um, while we're talking about uh, lap dogs of ancient times, um, the Maltese, discussed earlier, uh, you 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 were disgusted earlier. <laughs> I wish. I mean, that's a strong word. Um, but in ancient Rome, elite women would put uh, tiny Maltese in a sleeve when they were walking through the streets. It's kind of a precedent for the whole handbag dog mm-hmm. trend that, um, that terrorized the is world this a true not or false? too long this ago. Is false. No, no, no. There is one other breed what? mentioned in this article. Yeah, so another ancient times precedent for handbag dogs. Tell me what it was. Pekingese. Kristen? Pomeranian. Isn't that larger? I don't know. Pomeranian's a toy breed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm having trouble picturing a Pomeranian right now. I'm sorry. It looks like, it looks like cotton balls. Came it's, oh, okay. Yeah. It's red. Largely yeah. ovalish. When you break it open, it's full of glistening seeds. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say Papillon. Okay. The answer is Pekingese. In ancient China, similarly, designed to fit inside people's sleeves. That's absurd. Yeah. And yet? <sighs> Humans are a scourge. <laughs> In China, it was mostly inside the sleeves of men's robes. Yeah. Hmm. So, handbag dogs. Were, were they also one, bred as attack dogs? At, like, could at, you, you at just one deploy time, them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, at one time, handbag dogs were not a gendered phenomenon. But, That's uh, right. Okay. That's right. Cool. All right. What more do we have? In Mr. the course Bennett. of researching for this show, I encountered several Google search suggestions. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you four of them. Tell me which one is fake. Is it A... Claim self as own child tax deduction. Is it B? Can I get my dog a social security number? Is it C? What kind of dog stays small forever? <laughs> or is it D? Smallest living dog, parentheses, height. I've never seen parentheses in a Google uh, autocomplete result. Mm. So I call D. I'm going to say, uh, can I get my dog a social security number? I I kind of forgot what the question was. I've been thinking about um, a really tall dog that's really, really <laughs> narrow. Like a giraffe. That has to be a breed, right? That has to be some kind of whippet-related thing. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking greyhounds. The stiletto dog. Are, are awfully narrow dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, greyhounds are a super narrow dog. Yeah, yeah. proportionally. Uh, what about just, those? What you can put those? them in like a book. Mm-hmm. There's those mm-hmm. Russian ones that bit John Roderick's face off. Uh, the whippets, snazzy whippets. Yeah, I said Sna- whippets. 
Yeah, whippets. Is that what they are? I don't remember. Yeah. That's what my neighbors do. John Roderick got his face bitten off? Yeah, when he was a kid. Oh. His mom bred Russian murder dogs. Oh, okay. And one of them tried to eat his face. Okay. You told me it was poppers. What did I say? <laughs> About your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the joke I was going for. I mean, we got there in the end, and that's what I appreciate. The answer is that I did not encounter the phrase claim self as own child tax deduction. Oh. Although I do think you should be able to do that. I don't see why not. I mean, I am a dependent of me. Right? Yeah. Uh, but no, the others all, those were real. Yeah. Even the parentheses. I frequently have to pay the price for my more childish impulses. It seems to me like I'd be able to deduct some of that. Also, now I know who the shortest living dog is. <laughs> Her name is Millie. Mm. She's a Chihuahua. Mm. Oh, okay. 3.8 inches tall. Is this a mature dog? or Yeah. Okay. Mm. Wow. She's reached her full height. That's, that's we. All right. Uh, Dutch Mastiff, Mini Mastiff, and Mops are all alternate names for what dog breed? A, the Chow, B, the Pug, C, the Rat Terrier, D, the Teacup Poodle. Can you, can you repeat the alternate names? Dutch Mastiff, Mini Mastiff, and Mops. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go with the... Didn't say Mop, by the way. It said Mops. Okay. Oh, multiple Mops. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going with the Teacup Poodle. No, no. I'm going with Dutch Mastiff, because I want that to be like somebody just trying to rip real hard on the Dutch. But no, Dutch Mastiff is one of the alternate names. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh for which breed? Yeah, Teacup Poodle. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Dutch Mastiff is the one. Yeah, that the, yeah, they're all referring to the same breed. Okay, gotcha. Just a regular Mastiff with chocolate, uh, whole milk in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Teacup Poodle because that's the one I could remember. Mm. I'm gonna say uh, none of the above is a trick question. Those are all sex positions. Um, Damn it, Brandon. <laughs> the answer is uh, the pug, even though pugs. To my mind, don't really resemble mastiffs. No, I'm I mean, not sure both, what the I'm not sure what the mops thing is even about. Like they have short hair. Yeah, that's weird. I I mean, it's possible some Wikipedia editor is just fucking with my mind. Maybe there was one person who had a, a maybe pug named Mops. Maybe Mops yeah. is an acronym. <laughs> M- Mastiff of. Mastiffs of pug. Mastiffs of pug size. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. M O P S. That's got to be it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we cracked it. All right. Pugs do probably resemble mastiffs more Speaking than teacup of- poodles do. To be fair. <laughs> the only one of these dogs I'm actually any familiar with is Chihuahuas, and that's because they don't really like them. So but you got more familiar with them. Well, I mean, I I, I recognize them because. I don't like them, and I don't want to be near them. Mm. Okay. But the other ones, I don't. Maybe I don't like them, too. I should probably find out what they look like so I could be not around them, too. <laughs> that makes sense. This yeah. sounds... go, go meet some dogs <laughs> to find out whether you want this... to be around them. <laughs> In a few minutes, Ed is going to declare his opposition to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I will state for the record here and now, I do love dogs and always have loved dogs. <laughs> he just doesn't trust them. What was the answer? Pugs. <laughs> Pugs. And do you have another question? And yeah. also, Chihuahuas wasn't on the list. Well, that's why I said teacup poodle. Okay. 
Yeah, they don't look like mastiffs at all. No. no, they don't. I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain around the entire thing. Yeah. Nothing looks like a mastiff except a mastiff. <laughs> I'm having like an emotional reaction to this thing that I read like an How hour and a half you. ago. <laughs> You besperched the good name Say of Mastiff. Say two kinds of dogs look alike when they don't. I'm going to be sending some strongly worded emails later. <laughs> Dear the American Kennel Club. Ding, ding. Which of the following are real dog breeds recognized by the UK Kennel Club? I'm sorry, UK Kennel Club. Okay. Often Pincher? Australian Silky Terrier? Bolognese, Catan de Toulier, the Japanese Chin, and Sholo Isquantili. Which of those dog breeds are, are real dog breeds recognized by the UK Kennel Club? I'm going to say all of the above, and those are the smallest breeds they recognize. I know this is wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, all except Bolognese. Which is a type of spaghetti popular in the UK. Mm. Mm-hmm. The skinniest of all dogs, spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say teacup poodle because I wasn't listening. Excellent, excellent, <laughs> excellent. Bonus uh, is totally real. <laughs> trick question. They're all real breeds. However, the Sholo Eats Quintily is not recognized by the UK Kennel Club. Only a different one, oh, okay. whose name I've forgotten and didn't write down. American? The UK Kennel Cub? Uh, the UK Kennel... Clint? <laughs> kennel Clint. He's, he works there. The UK Kennel K Club. UK Kennel Click? Clicking Club? <laughs> Kristen's not having an easy time with how this is going, so I'm, I want to cut it short. <laughs> I did got, I do have one more question, and okay. it's an essay question. All right. I'm, that may be, that may be uh, flirting with disaster. That's, no, I'm ready. Uh, why are pugs? <laughs> um, I blame Marty Feldman. Okay. No, that's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm just taking the space on the test here, and I'm drawing an arrow back to up. <laughs> To earlier when I said humans are a scourge. Mm. Okay. Okay. Very good. Why are pugs? Man, people make all kinds of terrible choices and sometimes they do it to dogs. Yeah. Or they just want something as ugly on the outside as they are on the inside. I have known and loved several pugs, but I don't think they should have existed. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want to clarify. I've said the same thing to some children. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who I'm Mark, working Marty Feldman was a, uh, was a comedian and actor uh, in the 50s and 60s, maybe best known for playing Igor in Young Frankenstein. Right, right. Um, yeah, a, a comic genius and a disabled person that I just made fun of. And you're blaming him for pugs. Okay. so I mean, I feel like pugs... Pu- I'm going to disqualify that question. Um, and uh, and and you you can share a first prize and a friend because of because of your shared feelings about humanity, <laughs> as opposed to one subsection of humanity. Can I, humans are terrible. Can I get partial credit for demonstrating that humans are terrible? <laughs> okay, okay, that's a good save. That's a very good save. Thank you. 
<laughs> Brendan, do you have another question? The only thing I have left in my list of questions is me writing down the words insurancefraud.org. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a real website that is not what you think it might be. <laughs> Okay. But I was I went down some kind of rabbit hole about like how people could deduct arson on their taxes. I was sure I was going to find some evidence of like taxation shenanigans just around the whole thing of leaving a lot of money to your pet. Right? Mhm. Cuz trusts apparently, you know, taxes don't happen to them as much. Right. Or like at all sometimes and just I I didn't find any shenanigans. Nobody's done it yet. Yeah. I, I can say I was certainly expecting to find a lot more entertaining historical stories that intersected with taxes and dogs. And to be yeah. able to, and the only one that I could really find of any note was the dog tax war of New Zealand. I thought there had to be at least one dog with a social security number. But apparently there is. Wow. Right? There have been dogs who've been granted war medals. Oh, yeah. Not the dignity <laughs> of a retirement fund. <laughs> they do get. Uh, they do. They uh, some military dogs can be buried with honors, right? Mm. But they don't get combat pay. That's what you're saying. Well, they don't get social security. They don't get compensation at all. Well, if you don't have a social security number, you don't have. Do to they pay even taxes. get the good kipple? Probably not. That's fair Probably point. not. No, they. Whatever they can steal from the countryside, just like every other American soldier. <laughs> Wait, is that how it works? In my experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All soldiers in the U.S. military are permanently in forage mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's closer to the truth than you probably think. Yeah. So, Kristen, how do the points come up? Pretty good. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> to think all again, the points my are good. I think. I think you know uh, they they all sprouted, and we're going to have to do some thinning later in the week. Uh, as we as we determine which of the points are strong and and healthy looking, because if they if we grow them all, then they're just going to crowd each other and, and they, they won't do well. Okay. I just want to pour one out here for the longtime scorekeeper on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Oh, St. Carl. Yeah. Carl Castle has left us. R.I.P. Shout out to Carl. Clink. Clink. <laughs> See you, Carl. I don't think We're I've ever listened you. to an entire episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I've, I've listened to many. I have. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I probably should have listened to more episodes before I started doing the show so that I would understand the format of the show. But, uh, I mean, perhaps understanding the format of your own podcast is uh, not for me. (laughs) It limits you creatively. I think we're looking for something a little more highbrow than understanding what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) The show is, believe it or not, this woman's a co-producer. The show is produced by Kristen McCurdy and myself. Or believe it. <laughs> no skin off my nose. <laughs> uh, thank you all for sticking with us. Uh, the website at thinkagainmyfriend.show. Uh, now with 98% less uh, hackers. I briefly got a producer credit. Did I get demoted? Wait, what? Yeah, last episode. Oh, Jesus, there was a clerical error, and Ed I declined apologize. One. I declined one. Okay. I still declined. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Send me some email if you want to be a producer. Uh, and we're, thanks for we're listening. We're having a get, be a producer uh, contest. Um, it's a pledge drive. <laughs> it's a pledge drive. I do, well, you get this... named on the podcast, and we might send you something that we found while getting ready to take some stuff to Goodwill. <laughs> 
Oh, I, I have meant for years to go to the bins and um, just get a bunch of tote bags and just silk screen a Tamf logo over the top of whatever's already silk screened on them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to go to silk screen? Oh, yeah. That's fancy. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was thinking like zazzle. a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. We could go on, and I'm sure you'd all be fascinated, but... Uh, we, we have totally cut the show like <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> my note as a producer. <laughs> Let's go again. <laughs> Our theme contains elements from the album, Waves of Energy, by Synthetic Synergy. Our show is copyright 2018, all rights reserved.